Hey, and welcome to an all new season of Worthy of a Crown. We are equipping today's woman and kingdom entrepreneur with a mind of purpose, power, and prosperity. From inspiration to professional development, and wealthy, healthy living strategies, we help you identify your purpose so you can map out a strategic success plan for your life. Marvelously Made Consulting via Activate Your Purpose Lab provides life and business coaching for kingdom female solopreneurs and aspiring literary publishing moguls. Woman, you are worthy of a crown. Let's go. All right, today's episode, we are talking all about your writing wise. Now, the first thing is we write for two reasons, two main reasons. You write to communicate and you also write to develop your craft. I know that's why I write, that's why most people write. As a published author, you are constantly working on um, developing your craft, studying your craft, honing your skills, your writing skills. And writing is always to communicate, whether it be to yourself or someone else. And so today we're gonna dig a little deeper into the writing wise. Now, The first writing why is fun. Hey, because we all want to have some, right? Girls just want to have fun. So we write for fun because we enjoy it. It gives us great pleasure to write something fun. When I wrote my very first novel, I looked at, you know, I looked at it and I read through it. And it was mainly to get it out of my head and onto paper. But when my mother and my pastor couldn't read it, I was like, eh, it's a no-go for that. You definitely, you can't put something like that out. Like, I, I watch reality, well, I don't watch it anymore, but a long time ago, I watched reality TV and I've seen a lot of things on there, you know, fighting and the the language and blah, blah, blah. And I would always think like, where are your parents? And you see the advertisements today, the parents are on the shows with them. So to me, it's just, it's really crazy, but hey, we're all different. Anyway, that's one of the reasons that we write. We write for the fun of it. And so I wrote that novel, but I couldn't publish it. But I did go back and read it because there were some parts in there that were really funny to me or some parts where I was like, I cannot believe that I actually did this or witnessed this or was a part of this, you know? So thank God for grace. Um, but so when you're writing, you have to determine why you're writing. Maybe you're going to write a book or you're going to write a comic book 
or stage play, whatever you're going to write. Maybe you're not going to publish it or produce it. Maybe it's just for your own benefit, your own great pleasure. And that's cool too. So we get to one of the other reasons we write. Now our next reason is for the value. There is something someone will gain when you share your expertise. Someone will gain something of value when you share your expertise. And so that's one of the reasons you might be writing. You want to give something of great value to someone. Now, the third reason that I have on my list is why most people are writing. And it's for the income. Don't get me wrong. A great deal of people write sheerly for the enjoyment. But you have the majority of writers that write for the income. I mean, who doesn't want a paycheck? And doing something you love or something you're really good at to earn that paycheck? So, profit. Let's just face it. I mean, the pandemic, that thing wore people out. And everywhere you look, someone was popping up with, I wrote a book or let me teach you how to write a book. Now, personally, I don't believe that after you put out one course or you self-publish one book, that you are an expert and you're qualified to teach a class. I just don't. That's how I feel about it. Now, you may show someone the steps you took to publish your book, but you have not gained the actual expertise required unless you have been a, um, a secret observer, a a traveler, you've been to writers conferences, you've studied under the greats, you know, um, really studied your craft and and know everything there is to know about writing. Well, most of what there's to know about writing. So you have all these people that popped up with a book, a book, a book. I'm a writer. I'm a book. I got a book and I'm going to teach a class. Okay. And that's great too. So that's just one of the other reasons. It's for the income. Um, So you want to, you write a book or you write for a profit. Another reason we write is for the message. You need to deliver a, a word that someone needs to hear. So you have a message. And your message will be made clear or made known once you write your book or your ebook or whatever it is, your blog post. It doesn't necessarily have to be a book that you're writing. There are many different things that you can do as a writer. So the next reason I believe people write And they're in no particular order. I'm just letting you know, as a professional author and publisher, what I know is for healing. 
it's it's just for healing and and that goes along with uh writing for therapy therapy is treatment it's treatment for something and when you write to heal that falls under journaling typically although you may have a book or a workbook um maybe you have a mini pamphlet that goes along with a workshop you're teaching on healing okay so i have a journaling class and it's a self-paced class um but it is called healing the right way w r i t e copyright 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 do not be at home trying to write down my so <laughs> if um you were to take this class i mean you you're essentially creating a journal of your own and it is for healing some of us have really gone through some traumatic events in our life some of us know others who've gone through some trauma or face some tragedy at some point or another and so journaling allows you to heal or allows someone else to heal so that's a reason for writing for therapy for healing um so that we can be made whole now there is another reason yet to write Some people write simply to edify. That's why we have our Bible. That's why we have Bible instructors. We have uh, our our Bible scholars, our spiritual leaders, and they lead by writing. They teach by writing, and this writing edifies. And when you're writing to edify, basically what you're doing is instructing you're instructing someone with spiritual knowledge so edification means that you're going to instruct someone so that they will become more aware especially in the religious sector or the the church sector. We also write to educate. And that is pretty much where you're teaching. It is um more than value, more than message. Educating is something totally different. And shameless plug, if you have not signed up you still have a little bit of time we begin our uh next course of the brilliant book course brand on September 18th and so hopefully you'll be joining us as we venture into um educating you're writing your book to educate someone you may have a course you may work in a particular field. Well now I'm going to show you how to brand a book that is tailor-made to that specific situation. 
which means that not only are you educating someone, you're providing value for someone, but you're also creating another stream of income for yourself. And who does not want that? So that's what, um, that's one of my signature courses. And that's in the Activate Your Purpose Lab as well. So one of the other reasons we write is for purpose. We have a purpose, a calling. When you write for purpose, the reason is pretty much um, you have a call and, and you need to share with someone your, your purpose is the reason in which something is done or your purpose is also why something is actually created. So when you write a book that has a purpose, that's going to speak to somebody. When you write with a purpose, you have a specific audience and make no mistakes. You are not writing to the world. You are not writing to everyone you have to determine who your audience is. Are you writing to men over 60? Are you writing to young women under the age of 15? Are you writing uh, to children? Are you writing children's books? So you have to determine what that purpose is, why you're called to write that book. And to understand why you're called to write a book, you first have to understand your own purpose and why you've been called to do a certain thing. Now, your purpose or your calling is why you're put on this earth. So once you've determined that, then you'll know why your book is purpose to be and who it's for. Some of us also write for the passion. Yes. And your passion basically is a strong emotion. It is um, something that you really feel driven to. Something you feel driven about. So you're passionate about something. You have those strong emotions. You have this drive. You got to do it. Some people write because they're passionate about writing and the income does not really matter. You have authors that will write and they just want to write their books. They just want to tell these stories and get these characters out here or share these messages. And it's not necessarily for the paycheck. It's because they're passionate. When you're passionate, you can do something and you can do it all day. Or you can do something and not be checking for a check, not looking for payment. You just gotta do it. You love it. And that's why some of us write. We're really passionate about it. I'm passionate about seeing others write and write well. That was a series we did a couple of years ago. The Write Well series. But it's just about writing 
a story. And it's something about those characters. When you're really passionate, those characters will wake you up at night. That message will pull you up out the bed at three or four in the morning. Like, girl, why are you sleeping? Get up. I have to talk to this person. I have to do this. I got to do that. You really, really can uh, get caught up in your own stories. When you're passionate, those characters speak to you. Those situations speak to you. The Well, we already talked about uh, healing and therapy kind of went along with that. So I don't want to uh, go into that anymore. But I will go into um, teaching a little bit. Writing to teach um, or educate. And we touched on this briefly, but you want to document something and teach someone a new skill. You're you're wanting to teach them a new way to look at what they're writing. When you're teaching, you're teaching someone how to do something. You're educating them. And so with educating, um, you give people the opportunity to and not just learn a new skill, but learn um, about something from another place or time or space. Um, maybe you're writing a book about languages. You're teaching someone to speak another language or you're, um, for instance, teaching a workshop and your workshop is about history and a specific time in history. Well, maybe to further that workshop, and this is not even about an additional stream of income, but to further that workshop, to go deeper into it, you have a workbook or you have a study guide or you have a book and it teaches that class or it goes along with that class. And so you're teaching, you're educating, you're communicating, you're communicating some knowledge to someone. Best way to communicate is to speak. And we speak by writing. That's the second best way. It's to write. That's how we communicate. When you write, you're able to see something so clear. Um, one of the reasons that I love writing is because you're able to take someone to another time and dimension, another place. I love sci-fi. I love thrillers and mysteries. You get to be a, de a detective. You get to guess. There's just something about it, you know, um, describing a place, you know, when the author can take you somewhere else, when you can see something so clearly. I read Lord of the Rings before I ever saw the movie. And it was, I, I don't know about you, but watching a movie, if you've already read the book, 
when you watch the movie, it may be, um, maybe it's enhanced and you're like, oh, cool, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or it may be like, mm, not really, because in the book, you know, there's so much more detail. Things are described. You see colors, you see um, places, you see shapes, you see people. You develop these characters in your head as they should be. One of the best writers um, I've ever met um, when it comes to teaching about the craft of writing was Joe Parker Rhodes. Um, over the years, I've held um, several writing workshops. I hold an annual writers conference along with an annual Christian film festival. And the media conferences are for media, media arts ministry, media arts. So however you can communicate, whether that be dance, song, mime, writing, stage, the screen, TV, however, or just the book itself. There is something about writing something so someone gets it. And that Lord of the Rings, that book was so detailed and so amazing. Now, I'm disappointed that there were no people of color. <laughs> there are no people of color there. Did we not live in those times? But, oh, but outside of that, excellent story. Excellent. And then with... Uh, Jewel Parker Rhodes, she taught us to write without telling your color. You can be descriptive without having to say, you know, this person is Eastern Indian or African American or Nigerian. There is a way to do it. And so she's one of the best. My favorite writers in the whole wide world, Jewel Parker Rhodes was one of them. She's great when it comes to teaching. She's great at detailing characters and scenes. And she was also um, one of the people that taught me to go back and delve into the history of something you know, research something. Don't just write about it. Um, know about it before. So you can write as if you, I've never been to, let me see, uh, North Dakota. But if I've done my research properly, if I've looked at the history and done everything I've needed to do, I should be able to write a story as if I've lived in North Dakota my whole life. Now, when it comes to writing, I read the Left Behind series. I love LaHaye. I love Timothy LaHaye. And I love Jerry Jenkins. But my two favorite writers in the world 
Miss Beverly Jenkins. Homegirl. I love Miss Beverly because she was a keynote at my very first writers conference. She is always available. She's very humble, but she's a rock star. I don't know if you all know, but look Miss B up. I was I was in a book club some years ago and I was not at all interested in history or romance. But someone introduced me to a book. She writes historical romance. When I read the book, I could see my ancestors in those pages. And not even going way, way back. I could see some of my relatives from a few generations ago. But she is the one of the most incredible writers I have ever met. She is very detailed, very precise. She researches, she knows her history, she knows her stuff. Librarian. So, I mean, she's just very, very knowledgeable. So when I think of her, if I could use one word, I would say incredible. And then my other favorite was L.A. Banks. And she passed away but you can still read her books and i'm talking about she wrote for every major publishing house at the same time she had a contract with them all and she used different pen names different pseudonyms and i don't know if you've ever met anybody like that she was the first one that we had ever met. And to this day, I still don't really know anyone who's writing for all of the houses at one time. But that was a bad sister there. And when I tell you, she is also one to research her characters. She wrote sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi thriller, mysteries, romance. She wrote um, a vampire huntress series. Amazing. And she wrote comics. She wrote a couple episodes of Soul Food. She wrote the um, beginning episodes for the Tony Montana story. She is or was a powerhouse. Now, when I tell you, I asked her one day, like, how do you write under all those different names? She showed me her license. She's like, I just use my name. I use my first name and last name. Use my first name, maiden name. Use my middle name and my, I use my initials. And she showed me how she used seven different names. And I was just so impressed. And she's another one that was extremely humble. Um, she was keynote at uh, one of my conferences as well. And I'm just, you know, I've sat at the feet of so many greats. So for me, it's important that I share, not only share my message, 
or share what God's put on my heart to write. But it's important that I write my stories, things that I'm passionate about. It's 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 imperative that I write things or I teach about writing so that others can be educated. And until this very day, I still have all of my writing books. I have everything from when self-publishing began. I have the grandfather of self-publishing. He's also passed away, but Dan Pointer, um, I have his books and he was a keynote at a conference as well. Um, and he was such a humble spirit. I mean, he did um, a conference call with my writer's group he did it while he was eating dinner. He's like, hey, I'm not doing anything. I'm at home. I'm just eating dinner. He's like, yeah, we can hop on a call. And that's it. And so I'm just, I'm blessed to have known all these different people or to know these different people as well that have made such a great contribution to writing. So the last thing is anthology. And that's when you want to gain, you know, gain a little credibility or experience, get your name out there. I hope that you have enjoyed um, this, this episode. And I look forward to talking with you guys again every Monday. We're here, worthy of a crown. I feel like that's you, woman, woman worthy of a crown. God bless you. Keep reading, keep studying, learn your craft, run your business well. Make the coaches all around the world, make us proud. Have.